Mark Rosewater went on Fiverr oh and was God, like, "Hey, can somebody go. can somebody edit this? Can somebody can edit these card images?" Whoa, whoa, whoa! Welcome to Made the Zuby with you, America's most MTGS podcast. I am, of course, joined by the man with the backwards hat who loves the pulp and loves the cervezas. Josh, what's up, everyone? Josh from Hometown TCG. Okay, well, I am also joined by. The man with 8,000 subs who has almost as many subs as he has bad takes. Louis DeGeorge. What is up, everyone? Thank you so much for subbing. Man, 8,000. That's pretty sweet. So I'm stoked to, to celebrate that. Do you have more or we're less? Not cel- we're not celebrating it. But Do you have more or I'm less stoked to celebrate that. We're not doing than subs? Uh, I think I have about the same number of Charizard EPCs as subs. That follows. Yeah. That follows. I might have. And, and that's like the least amount of Charizard EPCs that anybody has. In the country. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Great product. Great yeah. product. I'm glad it was my Black Friday sale. Yeah, and you did not sell out. No. At like no. basically your cost. Yeah. Oh, this no. is not a Pokemon podcast, everyone. Welcome no. to the, the banter between George and I. Uh, and that is George, the uh, the intro S, the man who creates the terrible intros for you. Uh, we're so stoked that you guys are here with us today. Uh, May the Zubu with you episode. Great. What a wonderful title. We never know what episode it is until I make the thumbnail late at night. Uh, but so excited that you guys are here today. We are chatting Magic the Gathering, lots of things. We are on Spotify, we're on iTunes, all that stuff. We're talking about sold out twice Magic the Gathering's $1,000 product sold out twice. Uh, Black but it Friday. didn't. They're, they're gonna learn, Louis's gonna lie to you. <laughs> we're gonna do a Black Friday recap. Brothers War is pumping. George is very excited about that. Holler. Uh, Jumpstart 2022. We'll talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to talk about Cryptic. We are loving Cryptic. We're going to talk about how our stores are liking it. Uh, Sorcery and Magic the Gathering are battling. This is great. We get to talk about Magic and Indie TCGs like completely clashing. Straight up beefing. If there is not a better topic for this podcast, I don't know what it is. That happened for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we should just not talk about the rest of it and just talk about that. And then we're going to talk about MetaZoo pumping. Uh, we're going to kind of do a, a take on Rudy's video uh, where he talked about the the MetaZoo market. We have some in some as a store. I think we have some different perspectives that we can share with that. So sold out twice. The story of Magic the Gathering's 30th anniversary product. Everyone, um, wow. Let's start at the first time it sold out. George, how many did you buy? Three. Okay. So should we judge you or should we let the comment section do it? What do you think, Josh? I have I, I'm, two, listen, I'm not and I'm already in football. the black. You bozos can have fun. I know what I'm doing mine that I get from my LGS. Oh, my God. Well, let me guess, Louie. You don't like the product. I've, nobody's ever. What a hot. What a bold and brave take not to like this product. What an incredibly brave take. They will have statues to your bravery, sir. I. I and my entire store are more excited for that video than I have been for anything on this channel ever. It's gonna be I still great. watch it. I'm not, I'm not going to say what I'm doing with it because oh I don't God. want anybody to steal my idea. But it's He's going to burn be... it and oh, then, then open up the card packs. No! That's oh, not, not, like, not like, oh, the ground He's going to call the Gem Keeper video 2.0. That's the part uh, he didn't tell you. Behind the scenes, I told these guys I can't edit anything this episode because I have to spend time with my wife. So George is taking advantage of that right now. That is what I'm going to uh, do with it, but whatever. Uh, uh, we're gonna George is going to be unhinged. Deity, give me strength. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, Josh, did you buy any? 
Uh, what do you think, Louie? I'll let the comment section ad- answer that. No, <laughs> I did not buy any of this. I did a video on my channel. I think this is a, I don't know if it's a bad buy financially, but it's a bad buy as far as how I feel about the product and the feels opening it, all the videos I've seen and kind of the community reaction. So I was like, eh, I'm avoiding this one. I'm out. Yeah, I did not buy any either. Um, I did log on and had zero trouble getting on. It, it was, uh, it was the opposite of the magic 30th secret layer celebration. Um, no problem. Yeah. Hopping in. Yep. Yep. And I did not know that it went for sale a second time until all the videos of it going for sale a second time happened, which George ha- knows nothing about either. It's so whatever George says, did, the one piece of evidence you sent me was a Rudy video where he admits it's unclear if people were able to check out or not. Yeah. Josh, do you I thought any? it was pr- I thought it was pretty clear that people were not able to check out. I, I thought, thought the I community thought too, reaction that, and Magic Twitter is pretty certain that people were not able to check out. On that won't stop over. certain content creators from fudding it up <laughs> and miss and 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 overstating the problems with the product. Listen, I'm not saying names. The button. I'm not saying been... names. Their hats are backwards, and there's two of them on the around this I, podcast. <laughs> Tell me you don't watch my channel without telling me you don't. Watch I don't watch channel. either of your channels. <laughs> I did not do a video about the second saw. I did not. Liz- uh, uh, so ahead. I did talk to somebody who claims that they got a, they were able to order three of them uh, on that second sale. I talked to them. Liars. I am not lying. one, the one human. I am not lying. Yeah, but, he's the uh, one. Get his autograph. Is it Mark is Rosewater? It, is it Neo? No. Is it, is it Mark Rosewater's aunt? Yes. <laughs> no, I I did hear from somebody who said they were able to order him. I have, I don't know the guy from Adam. Uh, I have no clue if he actually did, but I did hear that there were some people that were able to get them. So uh, there was some conversation about is this like was it planned or was it an accident? Uh, here's the question. Only thing that matters. The second one. Got a text matter. message by the way for me right now. I got a text message from you right now. Yeah. Uh, here's the only thing that matters is, do you guys think that it actually sold out the first time? That's the real question, right? I can't. I. I... <laughs> this is fantastic content. The real question is, did it sell out the first time or was it pulled? And I, I don't know, man. I have no evidence to support it. Putting my tinfoil hat on, it was pulled. I won't speculate, um, but like, no, I'm just kidding. I will. Um, so <laughs> you just, give me banned, George. Let's go. Uh, if I get banned from magic, it's been fun. Um, <laughs> store, store's over. Store's over. It's um, actually an eSport arena now. So, yeah, that's right. Hope you idiots like StarCraft 2. Um, so uh, I, I suspect it was close to selling out and they pulled it. Um, they can't let it linger. Like, because everybody who wanted it was ready for it. So I suspect it was close. I suspect it was close and they pulled it. I suspect the orders were trickling in at the end. They can't let it linger? What does that mean? I suspect they got a huge wave of orders. Would you remove it? Yeah, I mean, I suspect they got like a huge wave of orders in the first 10 minutes. Then it cratered. Because everybody who wanted it knew they wanted it. Okay, and so like sales probably considerably slowed after that is my guess. I don't know. This is wild speculation, like what you all love. Um, so like, <laughs> um, this you know I suspect the orders very drastically slowed after the first few minutes. I can and, see like, they're, that like, being the case. Yeah, then like either they sold out or they're just like, listen, we can't let this thing be up for five hours. We got to go. Okay. I don't think it matters. Like, I, let me be very clear here. I don't think it matters if it sells out or not. Like, I hope it didn't sell out. That means there's less. Of, that means there's less of them. So, 
that's I, 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 I do not think it's sold out. I think they pulled it. Let's let's play the pretend though. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's pull a number up. Let's say yeah. let's say thirty five thousand units. So, I sold mine too cheap. You where, think that where did you, that number come from? My number? Yeah. So I think a there was unit, a, Rudy, a unit a minute for thirty four I mean, minutes. No, I, I think there was a Rudy video where he said it was the, he thought it would be fifty thousand. I'm saying okay. I'm saying I'm just coming up with a number. Because okay, here's my sure. question to you: w- What do you think Wizards' cost is on this product at thirty five thousand units? It, it, it is three dollars, right? It, if you think about the artwork, they didn't really have to pay anybody. They, we know they didn't pay a lot of the artists already for for the artwork. Uh, they they probably like my take is that uh mark rosewater went on fiber oh and was God, like hey can somebody go. can somebody edit this can somebody can edit these card images onto onto a retro frame for me please or onto a modern frame for me <laughs> so we spent five bucks on that right like there's some guy on fiber did it and then uh they they have you know card of monday they print it like they have a different card back which looks cool um but so like what? So like what's their cost on a product like this? Three what bucks. What does that thing? matter? Because so if you have thirty five thousand and okay. you it's five dollars per pack, you okay. have to sell like none of these to break even and to make a huge profit. Welcome to the world of TCGs. What do you think a collector box costs them? Well, for a collector box, they have to pay for new art. They have to do the design of a new set. They have to, uh, you know, Louis, do what do all you think the th- that costs them? Like. Designing a new set is expensive. Yes. You have employees that have to play test and design let's say, or whatever. Let's say a new set costs it's, them two hundred thousand dollars. Let's say it costs them a half million dollars. That's nothing when you're selling the quantity of collector boxes that they're selling. But it's I know that like I know the internet won't want to hear boxes. this, but like Wizards has turned a profit because of Watsy. You mean Hasbro has? Yeah. No, like, I agree with that. But like the yeah. the. To take this as a product and take it back to Hasbro and say this was a success is is pretty easy when your cost basis is like after you sell out of five fifty units you've made your cost back. No, that's not why this was a, a successful product. Easy for me to say. This was a successful product because the secondary demand was way higher. People, okay, I'm not sure if I can be on this podcast anymore if we're calling this a successful product. It was a hugely successful product. <laughs> like, what about this wasn't successful? Oh, I love the comments. Bring them in, people. Keep Bring them the in. Com- what so what, you, like, what about remind, this wasn't successful? Let me just remind the comment section that uh, when you comment on a video, it really helps my algorithm. So I, I am. Thank you, George, uh, for that donation. This was a hugely my... successful product. What's no, not? The secondary <laughs> market seems to disagree with both of you idiots. What is one it's going th- for like, double? It's going for double what people paid a day ago. Like, oh my god, the horror! I mean, like, I've, why does why I've, does the market disagree with every big YouTuber? Before we go any further, I want to give one shout out. Big shout out to fan of this podcast. Maybe not a fan of this hot take though. Magic historian for fifty thousand subs. You're the goat. Continue, Louie. And Jake and Joel and Magic. Shout out to them for fifty thousand subs. Do you That's think? Oh yeah, that, shout out. Do Big you fun. think that? Magic historian owes us something for being on the podcast and getting him over the fifty thousand hump. No, no. Okay, no. sorry. He Go ahead. He doesn't owe us anything. All right. So let's let's fact check I mean, like George. A shout out, not like we're gonna, money. We're gonna, we're gonna fact check George live right now. Let's live, do it. Live fact checks of George. 
there's currently one available for $1,800, which is... Okay, I apologize. I apologize to everybody. They're up 80%, not 100%, in 48 hours. So I apologize, everybody. $1,800 is $700 more than it costs somebody to buy this. Assuming you live in a state with $100 taxes. It costs $1,100 after tax to buy this. Or it It, costs you $1,000 if you live in Washington. Like... $1,500, that's a $400 profit, three days after and before anybody gets this. So you made 40% in 20 minutes. I hope you guys are okay. I'm sorry. Like, if that's your game, that's great. If you think a successful product for Wizards is a product that George can instant Teddy flip for 40% and it's still sitting for sale on on eBay and not sold, like, there are... But there's a bunch that have sold at that price. I don't know, man. I don't think that that's what makes something successful. Also, when all these get delivered and we actually understand how many are in the market how, and not just your instant flipper, how free, do we gain free tendy a guys like you. Product, if it's not, if the secondary market accepts it or not, like how do you want to gauge what a successful product is? If, like, is it just like whatever I feel like in the morning? No, I would no. hope that some sort. Of, go ahead, Josh. I, I think it has to. I think it has to have a balance. Sorry, I'm just. I'm sick of hearing you guys go back and forth about semantics and speaking all this. It's got to have a balance, right? Sure, it should feel good. You should get some financial value, and if you choose to sell it on a secondary market, I'm fine with you making some margin. The product should also serve another purpose. It should also fill a need within the community of people who want that product. And the need of this game is a collectible card game. These cards are from what I can tell, kind of not part of that world and not part of that game, they fail on that end. So I don't care that you can flip it. It fails on the other end of the spectrum. This is not a successful product. That's not why the secondary price matters. It's because that means that people are saying, I view, I am willing to pay up to $1,800 for the product. That's how much I value it. That's my demand. And suppliers are saying, I won't sell it for less than that. I value it at that price too. Supply meets demand. I mean, there are sales for less than that. They're going up. They're going up. Well, don't think too soon. There's also one available for $1,600 that was not on my first search. Here here we go. Now here comes the fake math, Louie. I've seen your collection tracker, Louie, coming out. Here we go. (laughs) Wow. You're (laughs) volatile today. You are vehemently (laughs) defending $2,000 sealed proxy sets. Not $2,000. Don't give him that. Don't give him that. We, he is this is a timeline I never six, thought I would be a part of. $1,600 just for his little free tendies. So here's my thing. Like, a, a successful product, I agree with Josh. A successful product is more than just a product that flips. It's also, like, the amount of ill will given to the community and the community's response. If you are Mark Rosewater and you are looking at this and be like, we did a good job. Well done, guys. Like, you deserve to be fired. Like, you deserve... Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. That's just corporate America. Glad you and Josh agree go on that, into that op- They're all going to go into that office the next day, no matter what, and pat each other on the back, because, Louie, welcome to corporate America. I know big-time Ivory Tower, 8,000 subscriber YouTube channel guy <laughs> doesn't yes. have to live this life, but that's how it works. But, no, I mean... Listen, this is not a successful product, George. I can't. I can't. Like, get I don't know what. That. Like, what? Like, what would have been? Yeah. What would have shown? What? Like, what could you look at to make this product a success? Like, because it seems like it's like I don't like it, so it's not a success. That seems like you, a terrible you, test. You could have made tendies on the secondary market 
with a, a certain percentage without it being a thousand dollars. If so you like, were going to stick so, to proxy non-playable cards, it could have been cheap. So and there could have been tendies on the secondary so the, market. So the answer and it might have actually sold out. Success. So the answer is it can't be a success because you don't like the product. That's a terrible test to make. Yeah, you George is actually making a point. They, Always. W- right now, the answer to all of your questions, George, is things that we've already said on the podcast. Josh and I do not like this product. Josh and I do not believe that this should have been a that this is a successful product because of intrinsically what the product is and how right. it was priced. We have so those what? issues. I also disagree with you, though. What I am saying, and I I firmly believe that over the next month as these are delivered uh that from a purchase product if you are not just instantly flipping it if you are buying this to actually keep in your possession uh and you like i don't think that it was a smart product if you are buying it for the instant flipping and for the free attendees we all kind of knew that that was going to be the case no no that's not i said from day one no from day one i said this would sell out instantly I said from day one, I was actually shocked that it lasted for 30 minutes on the first sale. I, I was shocked like, that it didn't sell out. Yeah, I, I'm saying like, it didn't sell out. I like so like what do you think this what do you think the floor will be on this? Like in, in 90 days, where's the, where's the price at? In I think you days. I think you see these selling at or around the eleven hundred dollar yes. price point. And so you the, would so lose you're the saying money that, you're fees. saying that people won't sell this for less than they paid. I think people will, after fees, sell this for less than they Okay, pay. that's great. But and the, I think the, when the you see numbers, that happen, when you the see the raw that happen, numbers, this won't sell for less than people paid. In in ninety days, no, not ninety days. So so like okay, like I mean like uh, no, again, I disagree go, with you. Nope, I disagree go, with you. You know when this okay. does? As soon as they give them to LGSs, as soon as you give every LGS in America one of these, and twenty percent of them, thirty percent of them so flip wait, them for. Hold on, let me I, finish. I asked 20, your number. You said eleven hundred. Yeah, I'm changing it now. I'm going back because okay. I forgot about the LGSs. As soon as you see every LGS in America be given this product and they can sell it on eBay for $1,000, they're going to list it on eBay and the true demand is not going to warrant that. Like, Shout I out to I, the LGSs giving them away to their community. Let's do it. Maybe I shouldn't burn mine and instead I should sell mine to crash the market. Go to 90 days from here. Hey, Siri, set a timer for 90 days. List one for $800 to prove George wrong. I mean, Why? I think there will be. Why would I just start loss. magic content? Why? Why? I think there will be people who sell this at loss. I think they're fools. I think so it'll, you, I think agree fine. you agree with me that it's going to be less than the cost? I don't think it will, but it would not shock me if it goes 800 bucks. That wouldn't stun me. But if, what makes them fools? Buying the project product in the first place or no. selling it at $800? No, I think selling 800 bucks is a mistake. You. I have my two. I sold my two to turn a profit. I got mine for free. My third one for free. That's going in the closet. But, That's going but like, in the closet. But like based on that logic, all, all magic product that you sell for less than cost just to refill the coffers is a mistake because you've said you've said oh, to I don't me, sell. I, magic, I don't sell magic. I don't sell magic. I, I sold one product at a loss, and it was a small loss. But you said to me, magic Shout product out to D&D. in the closet. Baldur's it will always go Shout up to Baldur's Gate. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Baldur's Gate. I, I think so. What we just heard George say is this mm-hmm. product is a success because you can flip it instantly, but it's also a success. And he admits that he that it's going to be below cost. That's concept. not what George said. George said it wouldn't surprise him if it did. I mean, like, okay. listen, like, I think if you're going to if you bought this to flip, you need to flip it now. So yeah, even I mean, though I 100% agree, I'm, yes, even I'm though on that page. I will true. warn. I will warn my guess. Is there something pretty spicy as a secret in this? 
and that could change everything. That would be like that. Like there's been a secret in every secret layer. This isn't a secret layer. So. It wasn't sold yeah. as a secret layer. It wasn't on the secret layer website. It wasn't it's not managed by scale but, fast as, as but, long as we know. But we did this last week. This would not surprise me. This no. is my this would not surprise me moment. If something no. secret layer ish came in this, yeah. And if I mean, it's like, a serialized card, I'm going to be upset. Oh my god! I'm gonna be oh, mad. Mark Rosewater, be, please do this. Mad. Mark Rosewater, I'm, I'm make him do it. Oh, yeah. Mark Rosewater, call your aunt. Have her watch Louis' first couple episodes, then show them this and make it happen, buddy. If it's a serialized card, then I'm probably wrong. If it's a serialized card, you're definitely wrong. Yeah. Serialized cards to the moon. I want to ask yeah, you. This. I mean, I like, about hot oh. take, hot take. They didn't sell enough to make serialized cards. Like, I mean, I, it depends on what they're serialized to. Mm-hmm. They could have. They could be out of ten. It could be one of ones. They yeah. sold. They sold four hundred of these. If they sold four hundred of these, I sold way too cheap. Like tens of thousands of dollars too cheap. Um. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Before we move on, I do want to go around the uh, around the room. One hot take from everyone, Louis. What's what's your crazy like off the wall tinfoil hat on the spot wild Magic Thirtieth take? Like what? Like for what? What's in here or what it is? Oh no! Just like I think one that these. The I think that you. I think in the next year you will be able to pick these up below five hundred dollars. That you took mine. Okay, George. What's your? What is your wild? Absolute. You two bozos are delusional. Okay. Okay. There five hundred dollars, George. There are there are six thousand LGSs in America who are getting one of these. Some of them yep. are getting three of them. We are cavalier. Those five people are very happy tonight. Those what? Five people. Those five premiums. <laughs> I know they're your sponsor, Josh. Relax. It's a joke, okay? Hey, listen, my sponsor's doing something awesome with the product. He's giving this stuff away. So Me too. I'm, I'm, let, I'm letting my store burn them. <laughs> they're stoked about it. The cat's out of the bag now, dude. My We've wild said it three thing. times. We've said it three my times. Wild my wild take with this is it did not sell out and you're going to see these start leaking into events as event support, prize support, and they're going to be giving some, I think it's actually a sneak into distribution. No, I already said if there's an extra, they could go into distribution. If there's extra, I, I think they're going to start being me. given away at like regular events. So, so George, what do you think distro tries to sell these at a thousand? I think, I think that's to be the rule is you have to sell them at a thousand. <laughs> I'll buy mine for 500. Just, distro eBay. has to sell them at the same cost that magic sold them to you. At? That's my God. Yeah. They'll probably make, yeah, never mind. That's crazy. Uh, I've heard the same. I've heard that rumor too. I, I shared that already in video that this show is going to be getting a handful of these. And I think honestly, like you pull it and you say, "Hey, this sold out," and then you hype up the sales on eBay, and then you give them to Distro. That's how you Dude, do it. Mark Rosewater and his entourage are bidding on these. Like, come on, yeah, stop it. You are in indie TCG mode right now. Yeah, like, like stop it. Smart, They're a real you know? company. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Didn't you buy a bunch of their stock last week? By the way, I'd like to thank you all again for funding last week. And so it was up again this week. So thank you all very much. I, I didn't buy a bunch. For me, I bought a bunch. But for the average person, I bought a very little. I think uh, I think you see these under five. That's my take. You see them under five. Do we have to start disclosing that at the start of this podcast? No. Nobody they cares. know Louis loses money. It's no big deal. Uh, Josh, I think like. I think you're going to see these used as draft. This has been talked about a lot. Like what you're saying, you're going to see these pop up in events this okay been... but if they're used as dr- if they're used as a draft everyone gets three packs it's an okay, eight they're used as draft i'm wrong they're like going to zero. you are they are definitely are using these for down. Draft. If, then these things are 
this, they this will, the value is way no, God, you guys, it's like you guys don't even pay attention. They they do beta drafts as like big events at at they, these things. They are running out of beta packs because they didn't keep a bunch of beta. How bad would that feel? You finally get into this big event to do the beta draft, and that's the draft they switch. Wait, from these wouldn't be legal to draft. What? These wouldn't be legal to draft. They're not legal. Like, I, I think you're trying to make a joke right now. No, I'm not. Like, they can't legally draft them. Like, if Wizards is hosting the event, I think it's I, pretty much okay. I don't think they'd be allowed. I, like, I think that would that would be a bad move on their part. That's a hot take. I did that in my video. I was like, I think they might start letting you play these cards in some special events. That would 100%. Not that is not a hot take. They will 100% do wow. that. They're not real magic cards. They, okay, I will. If they don't do a if they don't do a magic 30th draft in the next year with these packs or packs that are like them, they may not come from the same little box. I'll eat a cryptic box. I will eat a magic card on the podcast. <laughs> like there's no doubt in my mind that you will see this product drafted and that they will it pumped now, the crap out of that. There's to no be clear, it's got to be an official Wizards draft. It can't be fans getting together and doing this. It can't yeah, be a third no, party. It'll be at a Wizards event. Wizards. At a Wizards yeah. event. No, there is zero doubt in my mind that that happens. I'm just laying down. I just want because we we didn't bet anything, so there's no downside for us, George. Let's go. Yeah, Mark I'm Rosewater, in. hold out. Spoiler alert: I didn't I didn't bet anything either. That's definitely happening. You guys ready for next topic? Cool. Uh, Black Friday recap. So. Uh, Black Friday sales. What did you guys buy? A bunch of stuff for my arcade. <laughs> Josh, did you buy anything? I, I kind of did the one of everything. I got did the you buy Dominary. One of UPCs? He needed that. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I didn't see an order for Josh on my website. Did you buy his Did you buy his Charizard? Because he, he needed those sales. No. And man. if so, did you buy one of mine? Because I also needed that sale, Josh. <laughs> Oh man, I shop. I shop at my sponsor, guys. Back off! No, I also got. I thought we were talking about the Amazon stuff. I also snagged some of the Amazon deals. I got the Dominary United draft. I got the uh, Streets of Look New Capenna. I got dumbass smirk on Louis' face. Look at that smirk oh, when you said that. I got some. I got smirk. some Streets of New Capenna collector. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. That set is underrated set of the year. I got Kamigawa <laughs> and I got uh, Midnight ten Hunt. trillion Capennas still. Do you remember? When George said that there wouldn't be a Black Friday sale. <laughs> no, he doesn't remember that because George never said that. <laughs> yes, you did. I think it was I, last week. I thought week. your take was there wouldn't be crazy Amazon deals. You said, there was you said nowhere near the crazy. Word, there was nowhere near the crazy sales that there were before. Nowhere near. $90 collector boxes last time. I there was nothing. Wasn't the streets of New Capenna $100? No, it's 110, 120. That's pretty close to ninety dollars. And that's like, not, if you're like, like terrible at math, it's also like four it's months 20, newer of a set. It's twenty five percent more. I mean, like, it's not. I only bought Dominary United Draft because we said if it's on that deal, it's something noteworthy because it's the that's the second most recent set. Well, and I'm like, well, I'm here. I'm in. I think Dom, that was the one that surprised me. But like, I mean, like. It's draft. I think they have a problem. I think they have a draft box problem. Like we've talked about this at the point of the podcast. Like they have a draft box problem. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No, they have a standard set problem. No, they have a no. they jack the price of their draft box up while making it completely worthless because they only put good stuff in the other boxes problem. Like they put 
all this other goods in the other boxes and then still jack the price of a draft box up. I can't tell if you're just poking the bear and just trying to rile me up right now. What? <laughs> he is. He's in that kind of mood, Josh. It's okay. We're going to get used to it. It is working. You, I, I know you watched my video on this because we talked about it. I dislike you so much right now. I also this is dislike him, Josh. bad take. Oh, my God. Why is that a bad take? Because the whole problem is the set isn't for anything. None of the cards from the set are desirable in any realistic quantity. Like, the only reason Brothers War, which is a, the most recent standard set release, is doing okay is like every set, hey, it's got some playable commander cards and the chase cards out of the collector product. No, it's not, it's not a draft box problem. It is a standard set release problem. It doesn't really fill any needs right now. Uh, like, the well, Brothers of War set boxes are pamping and the draft boosters are not pamping. So, uh, Josh, I, I Because think... you can get the Transformers. Because that's what you're... That, those are the chase cards. I... Hold on. I, I think what you're saying is, is pretty true. I think the bigger issue is the amount of time between sets. You don't even really you have... You keep going, I'm getting a refill. Y'all you keep going, though. You don't really even have time to enjoy... Like, I remember going to my LGS and playing in pre-release, and then, like, three weeks later being like, hey, let's do a draft, and then three weeks later being like, hey, let's do another sealed event. And, and, like, you had time to enjoy. We have Jumpstart 2022 comes out this week. There's like it's been two, three. I feel like it's been three or four weeks, right? Since Brothers War, you haven't even had time to enjoy it yet, and so there's no use. You're right. There's no use for the box, but I don't think that's a but, like the draft format of Brothers War. It, I mean, Dominaria was a lot of fun to draft too. I think Dominaria yeah. was a fantastic draft experience. I think it was a fantastic sealed experience. But there's no reason to do it now because Brothers War came out two months later. Like. The, I think this issue is mix, I think the issue with Draftbox is a mixture of the price increase, where like store prices is essentially what I used to buy boxes from on like secondary market, like ninety to hundred sure. bucks. Like store prices yeah. is basically that, yes. and then a mixture of not having enough time between sets to really understand and enjoy the set. I think that's the issue with draft boxes. Listen, that's a that's a great take because, and I said this, my, my phrase was like, all us boomers used to gather by candlelight around the one magic box, right? And everyone was ingratiating a set for a longer period of time around one product. We were able to build that, that feeling, that attachment to that product. Now that we've separated into our lanes and with the removal of the standard format essentially from paper play, it is essentially gone. Not only do we not have the community aspect, the nostalgia, because there's no longevity, there's no gathering around a single product, but there's also... There would be a safe haven if standard was still the in-person popular play format that it was, because now at least you have a use for all these cards. You don't even have a use for the cards that you will open most of the time. You're just chasing the special cards and opening product is fun and it's awesome and I'll always do it. But now more than ever, I end up with a pile of stuff I don't care about and four things that I do care about commander cards and chase cards that aren't even part of the core standard set. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, personally, I've always kind of hated standard. Like, I I was never a fan of you have to keep your deck up to date all the time. I just, that was not my personal yeah. thing that I liked. But I think you you do have some uses for some of the cards in Pioneer. And sometimes they print stuff in. This sure. goes back to, though, before you had 
I don't, I'm going to throw out a number. Before you had 500 new cards a year. I think it's probably mm-hmm. way more than that. And now you have a thousand or fifteen hundred new cards per year. Someone did the and, math. I think it's like twenty four hundred or something like that. New unique cards. Yeah, my point is like it's like two to three times as many cards yeah. per year. And so you're right. Like that, it gets diluted into there's so many cards for everything that you just don't have a use for. But like here, here's my concern. Everyone's complaining about that. That's not a hot take. I don't think we move from here. Like, I don't think they no. stop making as Why many sets. I think. No, sure. Ahead, like, sorry. I think, I think we're still going to see, like, they're not going to, they're not going to change that. Like of, of things that maybe the community can get them to change. Like I know George thinks the product was great, but honestly, I think, I hope wizards is at least having the conversation of like, did we poke the bear too much? Like, did we, did we finally go too far and will we really do this again? Like, I think that I hope that that conversation is there for the 30th anniversary will be way different. Well, I almost did a video this week, which is like cards that will see a reprint. If they do this box, like guys cradle, uh, like things like that, that weren't in beta, uh, but that are highly played commander cards that people are proxying and demanding reprints and like that kind of thing do they do it and rudy's already talked about them doing a um uh, like a legends reprint or whatever it is where he he thinks they're going to do that kind of stuff i hope that they're having those conversations of like did we do too much damage to our reputation but you're not going to see them be like no people are complaining about printing too many different boxes we're going to scale back the number of product that's not going to happen right and let me let me pass before i pass it to george i want to point out that like people that are on this train, we talk a lot about the things that kind of aren't working in these standard sets. The, the love for magic and the community is clearly still there because think about sets that aren't these standard releases. We're talking about standard release problems, but when you look back at sets like uh, Double Masters 2022 and special release sets like that, Times Square, anything that isn't Commander Legends that George, I think, might own all of the no, second one. George no, 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 not. George dumped. <laughs> <laughs> Louis whoever, did not dump despite whoever on this podcast owns every piece of product. All of those products are still met with a great amount of love and adoration. And I think it's because you have use for those cards, right? Those cards hold value. You have use for them. You're not left with this extra stack. But anyway, it's just not all negative. Like there is some good things going on, and those sets are going to just continue to dominate. Standard sets are just out. I like I think, yeah. You went too far. You, the last sentence went too far. Uh, yeah, I think that last sentence. Everything else was with you on. Just to the last sentence. I think if you look at Welcome Kamigawa, content, I, I, you the everyone knows I love Kamigawa. Like, I think if you oh, look at that God, set, there's you, like they can't keep set boxes in stock at Distro. They're literally like they're out. Like, what I know they're fire selling draft, which kind of goes to your point. But uh, like the cards in the set are being used other places. People sure. just don't engage with the product in a draft or sealed environment because there's been five sets since Kamigawa, six sets since Kamigawa. Right, but the places um, those cards are being used at, they're using three or four of them, whereas if standard, draft, and sealed were popular formats or more readily available, I mean, you'd like, use I don't know. 40, 50 cards out of the set. Mm. I, we still draft every We still do multiple drafts every week. Like I think most stores still draft. Yeah. I think a lot of stores draft. I I, yeah. I I think that's more popular than I realize it is. But even then, with the like sets coming have... out this fast, you can't latch onto a draft and do it for very long. I think we have like three or four drafts a week. Like drafts are like a big part of our that's a, store. That's a good number. That's a really good. That's 
That's a way store. above average number, right? Well, we're yeah. above average store. Um, so, like, <laughs> George went slightly above average. You know, you know, George, until that last sentence, we were all with you. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, we've gotten I, way derailed from our conversation. I just looked at the topic and it's Black Friday recap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what else happened Black Friday. Like, every, right. every dump, like, I mean, like, look at the products they're dumping on Amazon. I think that's, I think like, this tells us went, why. Nothing, nothing there surprised me other than Dominaria. Yeah. And even Dominaria no, didn't yeah. shock me. I think we, we called New Capenna collectors. Yeah. Like, that, I, frankly, they were way more than I expected for New Capenna. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I would have expected been... the $90 Capenna box. You guys are haters. New Capenna. George, New Capenna George, to the moon, baby. No, no. George, George knows what, like, I, I. <laughs> there's What's some, that up there, guys? Is that Capenna New Capenna's bags. future? George and I were texting each other that day. Maybe Josh was in this. I can't remember. And we were like, what's the price that you would what? buy New Capenna yeah. at in volume? And I was we like, do this. I was like, I don't think I would buy in volume at seventy five bucks. Like, no. I, if you get an offer to buy in no. volume at seventy five bucks, you call me. I don't think so, man. Like, like, what, who's, like what quantity would you I, take at seventy five bucks? Oh god, it'd be tough not to take like a hundred boxes. Like, are you yeah. serious? A hundred boxes? Like, do you think you could flip them for a hundred? I I don't think I would. Oh my gosh! I think they'd gather dust in my closet. I, so like, for, I don't know. And can you? I'd tie up seventy five hundred dollars. You'd be make out like a bandit. Um, Listen, George, you just said your store's above average, and you tell me you put magic product away in a closet. You wait five years, it appreciates. Yep. I will say, like, I have become more anxious with the fact that like the clearances seem to be happening at rapid pace. Like, I think I'd like. Yeah. I think I would like. I would hold back my. I would not hold back. I would. I would decrease my orders now. For these new sets and then buy them when they're on clearance this is exactly um, what i'm doing yeah exactly yeah, what i've done i mean like you know i think like i talked to one of the bigger stores in the southeast and he basically said that he now views any product for magic that doesn't sell in 60 days is a failure he's like because like you got to get it out in 60 days he goes in 60 days i want zero on my inventory list and like listen that's different like i used to not care if i had inventory yeah i mean that's and that's- like and we had a long talk. Me and him had a very, we had probably had a two hour talk on Thanksgiving about this. Um, like, on the actual day? Yeah. We don't have, like, you know, he's my family, Josh. Thank you. Um, he's not my family, um, but he's a friend. Um, I like you two bozos. And, like, he, like, you know, he was who, very who adamant that, like, hmm? to our family. Yeah. Um, like, he wants a zero. And he's like, you know, I used to always want to have, 20% of my allocation left at, you know, 180 days. He's like, now I want zero. And then I'll buy back. Right. But I got to wait. That is, like, that to me, if I, if I were Mark Rosewater, I wouldn't care what like the four loudest YouTubers say about the Magic 30th product, because like, they'll move on to the new shiny bobble in in a month. Nobody will care about this in a month. Could but like, that's not true. But, yes, it is. But like, they, that is true. But like they like the fact that stores are altering their buying habits, that's, that's what would scare me. That's what would keep me up. I think the 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 bigger scare is how many stores drop from distribution. Like how many what percentage of stores, if that's five percent, ten percent of stores are no longer stores at the end of this year? Oh, I think like I think that's gonna happen. Like you know, but like you know. I, here's, I, I don't want to be mean about this, but I will be, I guess. We just got done 
with the craziest bull run in human history when it comes to TCGs. Like, I could not believe the volume the last three years. Yeah. I mean, like, if you weren't putting that away. So I think it's the I opposite. don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think it's the opposite of that. It's stores made their money and they're like, no, no, it's just not worth it. it, it I don't think that's like it. I don't think that's like so. I think I think I think they blew it on like Garbo and now they have a problem. Baldur's Gate. Um, yeah, that was only you. <laughs> I didn't want to say I remember it. I you were <laughs> so proud of yourself for listening to Rudy, who told you not to dump Baldur's Gate and mocked me for dumping it. That was my favorite podcast. There's video about. evidence. Uh, well, that was an episode. Thanks, Rudy. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, <laughs> Rudy, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Rudy, friend of the podcast. Thanks not, for never, never been on it. I'm the Mexican historian who's now not a big, not up a big friend of, Rudy, of Louis' business, but friend of the podcast. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. It happens. Um, what was I saying? Oh, there's two stores that, two types of stores I think that are no longer stores in 2023. One yep. is the the mom and pop shop who yep. they have day they have day jobs. They yep. run the store as like a thing for the community, and now it's like, oh, can I? Am I losing too much money as a result of the dumps and the stuff like that? Where like people didn't buy, now I'm losing money. So it, it went from like a fun thing to do for your friends and for your community where you're breaking even to like now you're losing money so you close and then the second type of store is the i think the i'm gonna call them the crypto bro store and i can do that um because i i own some ethereum i own like four four thousand dollars in ethereum so i'm a crypto whale 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 at me i lost 30 bucks this week um anyway uh (laughs) so Crypto went up this week. I, I pro- it's me. I prized the lost money. Um, follows the the other. He put all in Baldur's Gate at, the, re- at retail. The, uh, dollar cost averaging, baby. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the other, the other category of store that closes is the stores that started in 2021, made yes. astronomical money, like made the tundies. And now they're like, oh, this is just not worth it anymore. Like this. Well, is now it's worth. now it's work, right? Now it's yeah. Work. Now it's I mean, work. Like, listen, you made your now, money. Now, now it's work. Now you got to open 120 brothers' war boxes and sell all the singles over the course of a weekend. Like now it's work. Nobody is dumb enough to do that, Josh. But I appreciate the take. Um. Oh. Like listen. Like I'll be honest. Like I mean. Like it <laughs> is. Like it is. You know, I have I have a few businesses, and like you know, the store used to be the easiest. It's now the hardest. Yeah. Like, you can no longer turn on the lights, put up magic boxes, and, like, boom, they're gone. You now got to do stuff. Um, I think that means, like, you got to rely on your staff more. And you got to, like, make sure you have the right people to bring in the community and all that. I mean, like, it's it's a lot more challenging than it was when everything went to the moon. Yeah. And, like, maybe but that's like, the reality of the market, right? We need yeah, to I mean, like, consolidate a little bit because there's not as many TCG enthusiasts. We need to gather at fewer places instead of in smaller packs, more spread out. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not worried about the future of TCGs. Um, I I think there's going to be a lot of stores that go out of business. I'm worried about the future um, of TCGs. I know you do this because they're going to stop also... printing magic cards like next year. Yeah, I heard. This, I heard this from a reliable source. I said in the next five to ten years. That's what you I did said. Not, you did not say. I, think five said, to I don't 10 think years. you said five to ten. I think you said no, you five. Did not you might have. You might have said five to ten. I think you, you said, said five. Five. Okay. 
in the next five to 50 years. <laughs> no. uh, I think I said five ten. Anyway. Where's I think my that, collector box, by the way? Oh, I owe it to you. Yeah, George has to send oh. me a collector box. I broke okay. even on the collector box deal. I did not. You have your Dominaria blood money. <laughs> all right, moving on to Brothers War pumping. George is all in on Brothers War. All I hear about is Brothers War is pumping. You can sell it and make a dollar on TCG Player. Brothers War is pumping. Compare that, to, compare that to any of your Pokemon Carbo you tried to force on me. Hey, listen to me. Distro says they're out of Pokemon boxes. No, they don't. They, they did not say this. They said that to me. Boxes to you. Yeah. I got boxes after they told you that, you idiot. Listen, man. Listen. Shout out to Gabe. And they have, and like, let's be clear here. There's a billion Charizards. I'm gonna. Take, I, I would. Listen, I want right. to take this moment. Right. Hold on. I owe Louis an apology. I owe Louis an apology. Ooh, I'm in. Louis and I had a bet about who had who printed more packs. Magic or Pokemon? Yes, give this to me, baby. So they printed more packs in Charizard than Magic will print in the next two hundred years combined. I think. <laughs> You're gonna run on Charizard in the next like, five to two hundred no, years. Like, what happened? <laughs> go back, everyone. I want you to pause this episode and go back to when George and I first talked about Charizard UPCs and how Great bullish, product. how Great bullish product. we, how bullish we were on Charizard UPCs. You guys, go no, give yourself some credit. You said they're gonna go great until next week. You guys did say they're gonna have yeah. a fall after, after the release. Before fall. the release, we were a little more bullish. I don't I, think you predicted no. this fall, but you predicted I, a fall. The finish of my sentence was: I am still as bullish on Charizard UPCs as George is. The the you know the issue is as George was. George is no longer the issue is there's still part of me that has a glimmer of hope for Baldur's Gate. And as a result of that glimmer of hope, right, you can't trust anything bet. I say. Let's take the bet. What goes up slower? Because none of them are going up faster. Oh, I already said what goes up slower, Baldur's Gate or UPCs? Oh, Baldur's Gate will go up way slower than that. Baldur's Gate is the deadest of products. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> well, it's, but like, it's already 120 bucks a box, though, for collectors. For Baldur's Gate or $120 a I box? I think so on TCG, aren't they? I think that's a, that's $100 less than my cost, I think. Well, that's listen, I've got a I don't know what you pay, Louie. That gives me pretty amazing mm. deals, and that is way more than I paid. <laughs> way less. Way less. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate at 120. Are you kidding? Don't I'm looking uh, it up right now. Okay, so are you asking what's worth more or what goes up percentage wise? What goes up percentage wise? So I think I had a hot take in a private server this week. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're what private server? Like, uh, what? Oh, you guys aren't invited. This is our, table I love it. <laughs> like our topics like, are so on point today. Brothers War Pump, but we're talking about Charizard UPCs. Um, it's a and miracle. And your creepy I private server. Like, I would just like to say to the 8,000 subscribers to this channel, holy crap, you're, you must just feel bad for us. How'd um, you do it? How'd you get why? here? Make sure you hit that subscribe button and Look hit the, the like. Sure. Uh, it's yeah, 140 okay. bucks. I'm sorry, buddy. It's 140 bucks. That's for Baldur's right. Gate. Go this like is what I said in my private anti-George, anti-Josh server. And jo George is about to lose it. March of next year. Charizard UPCs. $175. <laughs> I March. That's my take. Distro won't be out of them by March. <laughs> I have put that into the internet. There, there have been worse takes. Keep in mind, I didn't sell my Baldur's Gate. Um, I think that this rebounds. 
I think that 175? Everyone... Yeah. I in do. three in four months. Yeah. You guess realized March is in four months, didn't you? You guess realized that March is in four yesterday, months. Yesterday was November. I probably just looked at the calendar. Um like I don't know, man. Like I think this rebounds. I like I think this rebounds. So anyway, uh <laughs> Josh left. I don't blame him. That's <laughs> I think I said March. I'm, I might have to check it. It's gonna be too late for it. I think they pinned it because you they're... said in you maybe you said in five to ten years. I said oh god, <laughs> I was, it's even worse. <laughs> like I'm saying, I specified early March. <laughs> All right. If I, I you think... watch this episode and you're in that private server, we're going to need screenshots. You can share them to me at hometowntcg at gmail.com. I, I we need also, video thumbnails. I also maybe thought, like, I get March and May confused because they're both M's. So I, I may have been thinking of March as after April, but it's definitely before. So I'm definitely wrong about that take. Let me be clear. It doesn't matter which one you're talking about. Yeah, Let me be crystal clear here. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, no, but my point is I do think it rebounds. I think it will rebound way faster in Baldur's Gate. I do, too. Like, no I do doubt. Too. It's got turn. I don't think March. I don't think March. <laughs> I don't think March. <laughs> I think by the time this is back up to 120, Baldur's Gate's probably still going down, to be honest. No, I think, I think Baldur's Gate hit the floor. Sure. <laughs> I don't think Baldur's Gate goes much further than 140. Okay, can we talk about Brothers War now? Um, yeah, pamping. Totally everything, pamping. Everything's pamping, other yeah. than draft boxes. Um, Shut set, up. set boxes, pumping. Collector boxes, eh. George says they're pumping. Listen, was it like I, 235? They were at 235 the other day. Now they're at 220. Yeah. A bunch of futters came in, listened to Louise's video, and tried to put up the market. <laughs> I wonder who has I wonder who has Brothers War Bags on the podcast. Oh, I got no problem. I have like I have no problem with my brother's war bags. Um, I, I am single-handedly propping up your guys' brother's war market. So enjoy it, baby. I, that's actually Josh has shown off baby. his his, uh, his serialized card six times on this podcast. Hey, I keep them in arm's reach because it's the only thing I have to be proud of. Look at everything behind me; it's all down in value. It's all down. All down. Um, <laughs> what is happening today? Brothers, this is the best podcast and the worst podcast we've ever done. You're welcome, everybody. Brothers War singles pumping is the best look for Brothers War, in my opinion. Like, yes. yeah, I, I don't care as much about the collector box price or the draft box price or the set box price because, frankly, I still believe we're going to get another wave. So, I, I collectors of collectors and Rudy said one wave, didn't he? I don't know what Rudy said. Didn't he say that about Kamigawa, too? <laughs> like, Rudy, know, put man. the comment section below. Defend yourself, <laughs> friend of the podcast. <laughs> Love Rudy. Um, that doesn't mean like Rudy knows how many waves are of a collector box. He may have speculated on that. Um, Rudy, don't speculate on print runs. Don't, don't, spe- <laughs> don't do it, Rudy. Don't Not worth it. it. <laughs> eh, maybe worth it. Um, so like, if Rudy hasn't gotten banned from Magic after the last week, <laughs> I don't know what Rudy needs to do to get. Banned. That's like that's a great call. Like oh, Rudy still being Rudy still being allowed to get Magic from distribution is like it shows like Wizards gets it. Wizards is like, give me the publicity, baby. Feed yeah. me. Uh, anyway, uh, I think the singles moving up are the best case scenario for anybody who cares about Brothers War moving yeah. up in value. I, like, if you care about Magic product like being successful financially, the idea that the singles went down and now are basically some of the singles back up to pre-order prices. 
Like that's insane. Like Urza is back up to the like around the pre-order price. That's that's significant. Um, Josh is logging right now to start selling cards. Be careful. (laughs) I'm saying, I'm saying, listen. There's, there's, there's a reason for this. I mean, your your popular gameplay channels, even you know, as high as high level as popular modern gameplay, not even just commander or standard or arena, like real competitive modern gameplay is making use of a ton of stuff out of Brothers War. I mean, you got people playing Portal to Phyrexia. You got people playing like, uh, what is that? Uh, Titania, the Hermite, yeah. the sack yeah. to kill an artifact. You, you've got people playing yeah. these at a high level and really showing what these cards can do. Uh, that's 100% helping this set. 100%. Yeah. Uh, uh, great. And like, I think long term. I talked about gameplay. I should have just put this up here to keep George's attention. I'm in. Oh, hey, I'm look. in. Your focus, George. Here, Protoss overpowered. Don't at me. You're also mixing that, Josh, with tons of commander too. I mean, this set, this set could have been a. If you take out Brothers War, you could you. uh, Yes, I mean, you could literally have even like Urza and Mishra going against each other. They could have marketed this set as a Commander Legends set, and it would have been better than Baldur's Gate. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) okay. That is the worst threshold ever. Well, they could have put, they could have took a deuce in a bag and it would have been as good as Baldur's Gate. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Do they put a number on it? Because that determines if I buy it or not. Baldur's Gate. (laughs) A number on the deuce. It's great. It's like, people like, like, Baldur's Gate is so unbelievably bad. Um, but no, I think like that's a good scenario. I think right now the only thing that matters is is the especially for Josh with the serialized cards is do they have another wave? Do they have another wave of collector boxes? If they have that, I think you see collector boxes price tank. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. you see. Uh, don't, don't say it. Serialized cards will certainly tank at that. That's not, I don't I, that I disagree with. That I disagree with. So uh, somebody left a good comment, and uh, this is a good dialogue. Like the serialized cards can't tank in value because they're reasoning. You already know how many exist. You are buying the. That's a terrible take. I like, agree. I hundred percent agree. I don't think that's a terrible take. You, like just because you know the supply doesn't mean demand is steady. Yeah. Like people can just decide I don't like this serialized card and it goes to zero. Like especially because this is the first time we've seen it. Like we don't know if there's a market for thirty six thousand five hundred serialized cards. Check, um, check, I don't think that number's box. right either. Yes, it is. Box. No, it doesn't. That, that was for the bingo people. That was for the check bingo box. players. The, the drinking game. <laughs> yeah, the kitchen. Table. You're all dead. You're all. You all have liver failure. <laughs> Welcome to made the zoo be with you, <laughs> Josh. What are you drinking tonight? How much pop does it have? I. I knew I was gonna have to put up with you bozos to so the biggest coffee I could get my hands on. This is my second cup. Mm. My first. This is salty water. This is set to seltzer water with vodka today. You told me it was whipped vodka. It is. It's my wife's. I was out of beer. You're just drinking whipped vodka? No, it was seltzer water with, with vodka. I don't know. It was good. Um anyway. I don't believe you. Did you know that somebody said that Yoohoo is just chocolate syrup mixed with water? That makes that's sense. That makes that's sense. That's what Yoohoo is, right? It's I chocolate hate, water. I hate you. What? Right. Yeah. No, not the who, just you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Jumpstart 2022. <laughs> Wait, there's no topic tonight. There's no time. I'm going to, like, I want you to know I've never watched our podcast. I might watch it tomorrow just to see where you put the titles. <laughs> no, they're automatic. They're automatic. He clicks through them during the podcast. Okay, yeah, I want to know, like, where you put the stop in the beginning because we, we've covered none of the topics we promised you we would cover. We are on Jumpstart 2022. Where were the Charizard UPCs? What, what section was that in? I think in all of them so far. And <laughs> now they are also in Jumpstart 2022. I wonder what bags we have today. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't get into my shop or my garage. They're just, <laughs> there's just Charizard UPCs everywhere. It's impossible. You can't walk in any, any place of residence. <laughs> I, I have like five rows of them in the store. Yeah. Okay. Jumpstart 2022. My store manager texted me today and said, or this is my the guy who the high school kid tells me leaking singles. DMs. Leaking DMs. He said, he said, Louie, you told me not to let you forget the lesson you learned with Brothers War. How many boxes of Jumpstart did you buy? Because <laughs> they were unpacking the boxes. I said, I think, was that not enough? <laughs> I said, 55. Was that not enough? <laughs> did you buy 55 jumpstart yeah i did i don't remember why but i that's what i ended with what a uh, weird product to go all in on that's not all in <laughs> i don't For know you no you you tell us you sell one box a year yeah like that's i don't not, understand this gonna, you're like you over. I four customers they don't buy anything i bought 55 boxes well, of jumpstart. Well, except the guy shout out the guy that comes in and buys one pack Bingo. every week He's got to get his pack of jumpstart. Keeping the lights on. He's got to get his pack of jumpstart. Somebody actually came in the other day and was like, um, "Hey, do you have jumpstart yet?" And I was like, "No, but I have um, Dominaria jumpstart." And uh, and that's predatory, Mark Rosewater. What is it? I have Dominaria jumpstart, and I have Brothers War jumpstart. And they're like, "Where is it?" And I was like, "Oh, it's in the back. I don't put it on the shelf because like." Nobody wants that, and it's not worth the shelf space. And they were like, "Well, what price would you like give it to me on?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, I was yep. like, "Like, can we charge our UPCs? I'll trade you." <laughs> I was like, Take. I was like, looked on TCG Player. I think they're like sixty-five bucks. I was like, "I mean, I'll sell you boxes of like, like fifty, fifty-five, fifty-five bucks." Something I don't like know. That. Can you say that your break is there a pricing policy? There's no, there's no, map. There's no map. There's no map. There's no map. There's no map. There's no, map. There's no, map. There's no, map. There's no MSRP. And. uh and they're like, yeah, that's just not worth it. I was like, I know, buddy. I know. I was <laughs> it's like, fair. That's fair. I have no idea at what price I would buy Dominary Jumpstart. I have no clue. But you did. A you have a you have Dominary Jumpstart bags, right? You had, you ended up taking some. I, I took a case. Yeah. So I think I have a case. I took each. a I think, box to the next set. I think I. I think some. that's cost of doing business, though. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think this set looks pretty cool. I think, I mean, people in my store are excited about the anime cards. Um, I think we're already like pre-sold two or three boxes. I mean, it seems like <laughs> two, or boxes. Sold two boxes. I've got 53 more to go. It's fine. This is typical. Then you, you, know, you got to work on the back end of selling things. You got, so help me God, Louie, if you crack 55 boxes this weekend, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. 53. 53 if you uh, 53 well, boxes make six thousand dollars come on here and complain hold about it i'm gonna lose my mind hold on now the the price on tcg player and the margin is better right now the margin of profit 
is better right now than Domin- than uh, Brothers War collector boxes. Is it you, still pre-order though? Jumpstart twenty. It yeah. co- comes out on Friday though. It's like not like early pre-order. Like everyone's but got like, their. You're comparing all- it to a set that's been out for a while. Yeah, but is on its way up, and George is saying it's pumping. Like, I'm just saying like oh, this set. This set is yeah. We did all say it. Um, I think Jumpstart's looking pretty good. Like I think it. I think the set as a whole is looking like. It sounds good. like Distro's out. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Um, so like I think that this set they'll has... get more. Hold on, Boo Boo. Yeah, they, no, I, sure. like this is a restock. There, there will there will be a restock. Yeah, and also remember for those of you who know the pricing, like I think Jumpstart the first Jumpstart got down to almost seventy bucks at some point. There were some stores selling it at that. Um, I think it's still like nothing, isn't it? Yeah, I, but like at one point it was like a almost two hundred dollar box. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. That was when the printing issues were happening. There was right? like there, literally there was nine months between waves. I think. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a there's a big old gap. Um, this one looks fun though. I opened a box today, and it it looks fun. Like I kind of did a game where I, I like the box opening went really well too. <laughs> so I don't know, like man, it's not fun to open these things on camera because you got to open them packs twice, and like that's a lot. Like as a content creator, that's a lot that, of time to like sh- twenty four fill, fill the gap. Yeah. yeah, 24 times you got to find something to fill the gap between like okay. And you're looking for like four cards maybe? Like Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this up. is blue. I wonder if I get Rhystic Study." Yeah. Like, uh, and then when you when you open the one with nothing in it, you're like, "Oh, I got this one." Well, right. and because I'm a terrible content creator, I Facts. I like can relate. I like brain farted as I do in the beginning of videos and I forgot about the anime cards. So then I'm like 4 minutes in, I'm like, "Oh. Oh, snap." Anime cards. Oh, there's one. You guys probably think I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, the anime cards, though, not really on any great cards. Like, no, I don't think that the anime cards are going to sell this. They're on like commons and uncommons and a couple rares. It's one of those things. It's a nice touch, but I don't think it it pushes the product. Yeah, I think we still need to see like an Allosaurus Shepherd or something like that that really gets used. Bomb the Snowman. Gets used in Legacy, gets used in Commander, that really pushes the set. And I'm not Talking sure. Talking about that. gameplay, warn me next time, Louie. <laughs> um, but I think if we see that, then I think this will be a pretty good product. It looks like it would be fun to put together and try it. We're going to do an event on Saturday. Um, but George, will, you, will your store do this? Like, yeah, I know they draft a lot. Will they yeah, play Jumpstart? Yep. That's really awesome. Friday. George, That's really cool. but you normally do draft on Friday night, right? Yeah. We do Friday, we do Friday and Saturday drafts. So we're doing Pioneer now on Friday. So I couldn't figure out if I should not do Pioneer on Friday night and instead do this. So Whatever's, whatever you hit night, you have the most players is when you should draft. So one time you make money. I'm going to send you a Pioneer deck that you should build and play. It's super fun. Oh, I've been playing that. Um, the Grease thing? Green, no, the green one. The uh, Oh, you you built Mono Green? You're, oh, my yeah. gosh. That's fun. You're a, you're a format bully. Yeah. Hey, MTG Goldfish, what's the highest rated deck? That may have been what I did. You know what? They have one of the better MTG podcasts. Shout out to MTG Goldfish. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're decent. They're great. They're I so, like their podcast. I bet you they stay way better on topic than we do. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> my ADHD bulldog stays on topic more than we do. <laughs> Your dog is ADHD diagnosed. I just did right now. Yeah, oh, okay. Mentioned. All right. Uh, let's move on. Loving Cryptic. That was the magic segment. Oh, that was right on an hour, everyone. That was good. Um, now into the Perfect. indie TCGs. 
uh cryptic uh i think last week i said we did a learn to play what did we talk about last we did a learn to play so we did like an actual full-on event this weekend you no what? you don't get to intro this segment segment george and i have been listening for the last i don't know days weeks months it feels like and louis louis de george kitchen table tcg's own is loving cryptic he's doing learn to play events he's chasing down cards the man is deck building this dude is all in on cryptic. Really he is not that he's deck building he's just buying everything no, that has the word cryptic oh, on it no, no i have decks no no he's deck building too so louis you have a lot of initial reactions on cryptic i want you to hit us why why are you so all in right now uh so i have a problem <laughs> Okay, I said you both. Because, because I'm bad at this. <laughs> when when I do something and when I enjoy something mm-hmm. and a group of other people also enjoy that thing, mm-hmm. all of my ability to stop myself goes away. This was a much bigger problem in high school when like I would <laughs> I did a lot of drugs, okay, you guys? Yeah, where's this going? I did a lot of drugs, all right? Relax. It was a bigger problem in high school when it was, like, stupid stuff. Like, I would eat anything for any amount of money. Like, that was one of the things I was in high school. Oh, and when people liked that, that person. I would, you know, I would, it would get me in trouble. Um, but, like, now... Now I, I just eat cookie dough every day. It's much better. In my and, adult and life, it's hard to, like, I've been playing board games and trading card games for, I don't know, 12 years, 15 years, something like that. And I can't tell you how many times I bought a board game and tried to get people involved and it, it flops and nobody, nobody locally or nobody around me, none of my friends want to play and whatever. I can't tell you how many different TCGs, I mean, everything on the channel that you've ever seen, I've tried to get local people interested in and, and you know play and it just it hasn't stuck it hasn't but like we i had a learn to play event and there was like three guys particularly who just absolutely loved cryptic we sat down we played um and i was like oh this is great but i like withdrew i was like i'm not i'm done i spent a year and a half of my life pushing new things on people locally and like not having the the follow back so like I am joy a little bit yeah. and losing my joy. I am not going to be like, hey guys, you want to play cryptic again? Hey guys, hey hey, and like I stepped back and then I got a message and this is the message. <laughs> hey Louie, could you create a Discord? Um, could you create a Discord thread for cryptic in in the Captain's Market Discord server? I was like, yes, I can. And then I created it. And then two days later, I'm glad you sexually said this. <laughs> Yes, I will. Yes, I will, baby. Yes, I will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Donald. A, yes, I will. It's on the bottom uh, of the thread, baby. Two days later, shout out to Daniel, the newest cryptic judge, messages me and says, hey, Louie, tomorrow I'm taking the cryptic judge exam. And he was up for two days. Uh, he got home from work. He's got two kids. He was studying for the cryptic exam and he passed the cryptic judge exam and Take like it's i am like i'm like at home like oh my gosh people want to play games with me people want to hang out I and, have I, friends. I have I have friends. Friends. and meanwhile i oh i'm like oh my, so this started off really sweet and ended Listen, really depressing it, yeah, i want you to got, know that it got dark quick 
Yeah. Um, so it's just really cool for me personally. It started off really sweet and endearing. I want you to know that. For me personally, in, in it's just way. Uh, like it's easy to get people around to play magic. You like people play magic, yeah. and it sure. for me like to see that kind of level of excitement for something that I really like uh, was really cool. And so, sorry, go ahead, George, because you're learning to play. Because you're, I think you're about to say what I, the other thing I was. Gonna We've say. had four learn to plays this week with two. Uh, since this Friday, we've had five now, and we'll have one tomorrow at our big event noon be there or you're dead to me no one's coming from listening to the podcast that uh, that's not true playing. i got two people coming from the podcast thank you no that we're, we're already coming like it's what? friday morning they're watching yeah they could be they could be getting the car i don't and um the learn to plays have gone very well people have loved it and people who have loved um some other of the new tcgs have really taken to this one and they said it makes things a lot more streamlined. It makes it a lot more, um, not easier to play, but more efficient. You get the same enjoyment from playing the games in a shorter time frame. So you can play a bunch of games. It's easier to change your deck because you can keep going. Um, people have really loved it at the store. That's good to see. Uh, also, this boxes have flown. I was like, I ordered enough boxes, I thought, for six months. It will last me two weeks. <laughs> what? Like, people have gone nuts for cryptic. And I, I think that's good. That's good. Like, that makes me happy. Like, as long as the customer is happy, I'm happy. Um, yeah, like, I, I think for me, the the ability mm. to teach the game is really easy because the, the mechanics are very similar to magic in terms of Josh and I were talking about this. Because, Josh, you, you called me the other day. You're like, tell me why you're excited about cryptic. I told this you, I said. Today. This day, whatever. Those are my kids. Today didn't exist oh my to me. Like, Bingo card. <laughs> um, like to teach somebody how to play this game is very easy if they've played Magic. Uh, the resource management is very similar. It has a different thing where you know they solve the issue of lands and getting land screwed by giving you a, every card has a resource on the bottom of it that you can tap it for. And and where that really comes into play for people in my store that they've really enjoyed is that idea of oh, I have a card in my hand. Do I want to use this as a land card or do I want to actually play it? Like you're making a decision about the card. You're not just like, oh, I got a land off the top deck. Yay, play my land for a turn. Like <laughs> like that's essentially what competitive <laughs> magic is. <laughs> yep, you figured it out. Go in, you, you're ready. You're ready for the nearest RCQ, dude. Hit it. But instead, oh, look, I got a land. <laughs> It's great because in my head you do that every turn. You're like, oh, I didn't get a land. I had a whole soliloquy that was nice about this, and now I just want to be mean to you. Just I don't so know you what know. a soliloquy is. That follows. I can't yeah. pronounce sure. that. Um, so like people are really enjoying that, and I think like that's a really cool dynamic of the game. But because the game is so similar to magic in terms of the on the ground level of the game in terms of how you know combat damage looks the same like you have a yeah. defense and an attack and you compare the two and a lot of the mechanics there's like a death touch type mechanic there's a lot of those things at the surface level it, it feels a lot like magic but then at the deeper level you're not attacking somebody's life points you're attacking their uh, their 66 year cards and if you do that if you choose to attack somebody, you are choosing that they get the opportunity to add cards and get card advantage. So there's a lot of different dynamics to it that people really like because there's a lot of decisions that you're making 
that you're not just like in magic where you're like, oh, you don't have any blockers. Of course I'm going to attack you. But in this game, you're like, oh, you don't have any blockers. If I attack you, you get card advantage. And so there's like a lot of dynamics that, that people really enjoy. So it's much better than like, oh, look, I have a land. Land. Yes. <laughs> I love magic. Like, listen, I love, I'm like, <laughs> I, I make that joke. <laughs> I make that joke. I love magic and Mark Rosewater's aunt. Okay. That's it. Listen, that's it. Ma- magic is the greatest TCG ever created. There's a reason that it's 30 years. Um, um but like, Magic does have issues that they are themselves trying to fix. Well, well and the, 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 the problem like Magic has is they're unfixable issues, right? Because they have like the, the resource system is antiquated. Like if Magic were to come out today, people would not be impressed by it. But like it didn't. Like it created the industry. Right. So like that means that like it gets the respect it deserves. I suspect it will always be the biggest TCG. But like it's it other is Pokemon. More people will play Magic than any other TCG. That's right. Bingo. Uh, maybe like maybe maybe if you start like doing Charizard Frisbee, like that could be a bigger game. Maybe I don't know. Um, but like, <laughs> it's the only thing you can do with the Charizard box. <laughs> but like you know, um, it's not surprising to me that Tanner came up with a better way to handle resources than somebody who came up with it thirty years ago. Well, and it, it's not the first time that that's happened. Either. No, like, not at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, um, the store has loved Cryptic, I think, for two reasons. A, like, the gameplay is amazing, and the boxes are a blast to open. Yeah. The boxes are a total, again, I, I'm really shocked at, like, having a bunch of um, big pulls and different uh, hit variations per box and per case would work so well. I, ne- I never could have seen it coming. It's, it's a complete mm-hmm. shock to me. Um, but, like, you know, they the boxes are fun to open. There's big hits, and people are loving it. Josh, do you have something to say? Yeah, I wanted to touch on this and something I had a pretty good conversation with you about earlier uh, today at the day of recording of this podcast is this game's going to require, like all indie TCGs do, uh, to steal a phrase from George, your community champion, right? There's going to have to be yes. a person or a pot of people that champion this game. And as someone who's always been on the other side of the desk, right? The, the store has sold me the game. And then I personally have those who know my channel and know me know I've championed a game and a local community at four different stores from the ground up. And if you're that community champion, I encourage you lean into the exciting aspects of this game, really explore deck build. Don't just play the most powerful deck. Don't go and win and noob don't stomp. Do, don't every do what we does for magic for pioneer. <laughs> That's and a- I let I let people borrow that deck quite often, and I play my janky uh, prowess deck. Get out there, explore the game, and show people all everything the game can be, and everything the wide range of power levels in this game can be. And that's what's going to really stick. And what you mentioned to me earlier, I think Cryptic does this really well. I haven't played it myself yet. I've just watched some content on it. I think Cryptic does this really well. So I'm really excited to see kind of how that community grows. But I, I want to see the champions of those communities really embrace that aspect. Don't take it to a 12 with competitiveness. Em- embrace the the game theory and playing different things and having fun. I think a lot of that comes from the top down and Tanner gets that. Like Tanner is not sure. setting out to make a hyper-competitive TCG. He I wants agree. it to be a balanced TCG, but he wants it above anything else, I think, to be a fun TCG. Yeah, right. 
And like, I, you know, I think if you are going to say like, I'm going to, I'm going to come in there and stomp your face in the ground and it's going to be, I'm only going to play the, the top tier decks. I don't care how new you are and, and all that. Like, yeah, like, listen, I don't think that goes with Tanner's vision. Well, it doesn't, but listen, there's trading card game people in every community like that. And I just encourage you, if you're the leader of the community, lose the game to that person while bringing more people into the fold. Well, and I think I agree with you. I think we're not there yet, though, Josh. Like right now, you almost have to go and look at the deck lists that other people are playing to get an idea of what happens and play those. Oh, wait, man. Lay those cards. Lay I, those cards I make out my own on the deck table. that nobody's ever Dude, seen. Dude, lay those. We talked about this earlier, too. Lay those cards out of the table. Get in that Discord and be like, I need one more of this uncommon. Bring trade Bring trade binders back. We talked about yes. this, too. Indie TCGs at this stage, like, make trading cool. Nobody trades magic cards anymore. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so a couple things. George's event is this weekend. Um, if you're willing to do that, if you ha- want some more time willing to do that, if, was, you're, if you're able to do that, if you're able to you do that, willing and able, if uh, if you want some more time to prepare for event, uh, we are. I don't know if this is official. Sorry, Tanner, it's official now. Uh, February 25th at Cavdane's Market, which will be. We just signed a lease. I didn't tell you to this. Uh, we just signed the lease today. I thought you said the 24th when we talked about it. No, it's here. that Saturday, which is the 25th. I'm double checking it right now, but I'm 100% sure. Um, February 25th is a Saturday. Yep, February 25th. Uh, so that weekend, anyway, February 25th. And uh, that's going to be at the new, uh, it's going to be called, this is totally definitely not official, the Game Grove. My store name is changing, and we just signed the lease at a new 3,300 square foot building so we're going to be the first it's going to be our first like huge event in the building um how big is your building it's 3300 square feet what do you do with all that space you host cryptic events this is not part of the discussion i don't know why i brought it up here it'll it'll have a esport arena what a novel concept how do you know that yeah and we kind of got the space all for the same they had two units it was kind of like lumped in together it was it's a good deal. Um, is why? rent out by you just like a hug and a hearty handshake? Pretty much. I, in, in, in where West I Virginia, live, yeah. who else is there? It's really like, cheap. It's where really I cheap. live, that amount of space would be there. You can't run a game store. You're not running a game store out of that space. It's really cheap. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, we're going to be doing that February 25th. So I think that's going to be the first okay. of a series, too. I yep <laughs> i think that uh so anyway excited for that um Ooh, but, i'm gonna start speculating i know speculating is very popular in this podcast it is it <laughs> is listen i can't handle getting banned from cryptic right now my, oh my god most... if you get banned from cryptic the amount of cookie dough like tana if you're gonna ban louie you just need to like you need to give pillsbury a heads up all right like there's gonna be so much cookie dough. <laughs> Do you think they don't oh, love man. me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> My friends don't like me, right? They have the Discord and everything. Okay, here we go. Moving on. I'm getting into this private Discord, by the way. Uh, <laughs> also, you guys want to hear my solution? <laughs> my... I'm going to be, uh, because I'm running out of boxes <laughs> at store. 
Tanner, why are you letting one guy open every box of product you own? It's not. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna do singles. Like I'm gonna do singles. Um, anyway, so that's coming yeah, to like, singles in I your area. All or like my boxes. Things? I'm gonna do single. I opened my. I didn't expect. I sold more cryptic boxes than magic boxes in the last month. I've sold more cryptic boxes in my store in the last. <laughs> you can, you the last more boxes you sold to yourself to open? <laughs> no, no, to other people. I've sold more cryptic sealed boxes than magic boxes in the last. Month. I don't know, you don't have any more sealed. Boxes. Somebody's coming in and buying all the cookie dough. So I have to solve the problem because People I want keep to keep coming in and trying to buy sealed magic and counties. This guy got singles once. Somebody comes in and buys all the cryptic and cookie dough. Somebody help me. Anyway, I'll, I'll be doing singles now. <laughs> cryptic if your website is not called cryptic and cookie dough nobody should go to your store okay uh let's talk about sorcery and magic <laughs> as if as if this podcast hasn't gotten spicy enough so far um uh for those of you who don't care about anything uh, you maybe not know <laughs> you why, why i'm so what? violent what Listen, if you don't care about anything, you can find a home over at Hometown TCG. Oh my okay. god, what I is happening this week? <laughs> uh, Magic announced a secret layer. <laughs> and in that secret layer, all the sorcery fans were like, uh-oh, what happened? Because uh, Magic <laughs> secret layer is with Frank. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. What's what's his last name? I'm glad you're doing it. <laughs> George? You're not your sorcery number one fan. I believe in you, uh, but I'm also the worst at pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Frank Frazer or something, right? Uh, Frazetta. The, Frazetta. Let's go with Frazetta. Uh, Frank Frazetta. Frazetta, which everyone's going to be bashing us because he's a famous, very famous, iconic fantasy artist. Um, and the same images. I think there's three in the secret layer that are the same as five. I think sorcery did five cards with them. I think three of those five are being used in the secret layer for Magic the Gathering, the same artwork, which is wild. And like, so I want to read this. So, all right, go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll say my take in a minute. No, 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 like that's what. So like, I don't know if there's any takes here. It's just the facts of what's happening. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my take. I think that this has actually provided a lot of, discourse about sorcery and conversation the the twitter of uh secret layer was full of it was like the sorcery crew <laughs> and i i retweeted it because i'm team sorcery over team magic and, you know that's just, i like it um the sorcery like when it comes to two battles if, if they're gonna you fight, are so wild if they're gonna fight somebody keeps coming in buying all the cookie doughs sorcery and cryptic boxes the week i don't bring a beer to the podcast this this is why i bring a beer oh, to the he, podcast he's drunk on that whipped cream vodka that's the problem <laughs> not drunk but the uh when if there's a battle between sorcery and magic, I'm gonna be rooting for sorcery. Like at the end of the day, we I know who's gonna win. But like if there's a battle between the two, I have okay. to root for the the This the... is a terrible take. Okay. 
So what? No, my take is that it's good for sorcery because it, it gets more people out there. It's not good for sorcery. It's not bad for sorcery. So like, here is what the like, wait. This is what the press release said in March of this year from sorcery. Uh, this is a quote from the Frazetta um, um, estate. Um, estate. Eric's Eric's Curiosa, who's the designer of sorcery, was our choice for a licensee who approaches us. Who I guess that's a typo. Who approaches us? Who approaches our body of work in the way we feel it should be handled to elevate our property and position it with Frank Frazetta's biggest fans. We are delighted that iconic pieces such as Death Dealer and Egyptian Queen will come to life in sorcery contested realm for fans of collectible card games. They had to have written this knowing they either had just signed a deal with Magic or were about to. That is. <laughs> That like let me walk that back. Like at some point they say they said that, then did some deal with magic either before or after that. That is some nasty stuff, man. Yeah. I this was my favorite story. This was my favorite story. All right. I want to give a big shout out to yeah. sorcery. I, I agree with this take. They could not have handled this better. Yep. 100 percent Because like this, like this is awkward. There's no way around this. This is awkward. They handled it really well, and they also handled it very quick. Like, yes, I and like. Let me tell you, it. like, yeah, like Mark Rosewater creates a product that Louis doesn't want, and like he insults his family. He insults his family members. All right, just his aunt. Just his aunt. Just his aunt. Yeah, just just his aunt. the aunt. And like, I didn't ins and insult her. I don't think I insulted her. Ah, uh, <laughs> I'm not willing to repeat have, what you have, said. Have some more whipped cream vodka, yeah. Louis. Um. But like, oh, it's all gone. There's a shock. Um, but like Eric, could, you know, got a license for this art. I'm assuming thinking he was the only TCG that was going to have it at least for a little while. And then it shows up in magic three days later. And like, he's like, yeah, congrats. I'm glad it's getting out there for the community to see this beautiful piece of art. That is not the press release one George Went would have written. Let me be honest with you. That is not that is not the press release. Well, that's not, that's not what they said. I thought the way he handled it was it, it was, was fine. Like, I, there was, was the right amount of 100%. of of backhanded slap. Backhand, like backhand. Yeah. I love yeah, that. He I was agree. like he was like, "Where's the uh, the yeah? What you're not giving queen? Just, just the take the third. Yeah. Just, what are you doing? Just take yeah. the third one. Yeah, um, I, I like the way they handled that. They handled sure. it very well. Uh, it's like I'll say this for them: like they they handle they handle those things very well as a company, and like Eric and Simon and the whole team deserve a lot of credit. And also, for that. like if you compare, I think what's really cool is you will be able to hold up on camera and compare two cards. One is the sorcery version of the card, and the other is the magic version. And the sorcery version, like you can see the whole artwork, the text box. They've shrunk the text box. To make it so that you know there's not a whole big giant square over top of the artwork, like sorcery respected the artwork um, of the estate, and magic's just like just slap it on there, throw in a text box. Why <laughs> they put it on a standard magic card there, Louis? Easy, easy. Like, like, easy. why do you have Let's, to do this? You were yeah. fine the first half. You had us in the first half. Not gonna like, lie. Then you're like, let me tell you something else. I hate about Mark Rosewater's aunt. He designed this card terribly. Yeah. No, it is. He probably did it on Fiverr. They probably sent it to some guy on Fiverr. Fiverr to. <laughs> to put the, the table TCG logos were designed. Uh <laughs> 
No, my sister no, is a graphic I, artist. I know my sister who's a, who was on Fiverr. And and fun fact. She charged me. <laughs> she charged me a tenner. Fun fact, it's my handwriting. That's not a fun fact. Nobody cared. Um, so, like, yeah, I mean, like, I think they both did a good job with the art. I think both cards look good. Uh, I, I think Sorcery handled this very, very well. I, I, I think my big takeaway here is I'd like Magic to bring back full art cards. I just I miss those. Those are those are pretty. Like, oh, like textless cards. Yeah, like textless, like, just art card. Yeah, like the Omnith. Not art, not art the... cards, because I guess art cards are a thing now. If but the they textless bring, cards. They bring back Omnith to help me, God. No, they did Omnath. I know. I know. It, it as the store yeah. championship. It was the, yeah the store championship promo. But yeah. like even in Secret Layer, like when the arts is good, man. I mean, slap yeah, it on just, the textless. I, I, I Everyone knows what Dark Ritual does. You're fine. That's fair. Um, Dark Ritual would have been the perfect card no to clue. do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Anyway, super interesting. Definitely, I think, and at the end of the day, um, I think will be a like. I think they turned this into they turned a negative thing into a. Yeah. I think a win for the community. I don't uh, like people thought this was negative for sorcery. I don't get why, to be honest. Like, like I don't think it's a bad thing they have the same art as magic. Like, uh, it doesn't bother me. Well, like their thing is like the art, but I will say they yeah. came out pretty quickly. They they came up pretty quickly and said we signed a non-exclusive. Like they don't do exclusive yeah. deals for for artwork. Well, they uh, didn't do exclusive deal. No, they don't. Um, but I mean, like, listen, there's twenty thousand cards in this set. The fact that three of them are also magic cards is not a big deal to me. Which is another good point. Like some people are like, oh, are we just gonna see? Are we just gonna see all this sorcery art used in magic? And the answer is no. Like. This is my understanding. The only art that they didn't actually license themselves was the, the art that they purchased a license from the estate. So all the other cards in sorcery, they actually paid an artist like Melissa Benton. They said, "Hey, we want you to do this painting, and we want to license this artwork." And then the art, the artist owns the rights to use that artwork on prints and that kind of thing. So the artist can continue to make money off it, but they can't use it in licensed products. So they couldn't go to magic and, and use it and that kind of thing. So, so anyway, are we done with sorcery? That it? Good job, good job. Sorcery. Way to, way to take the bump. They handled that very well. I mean, I, I yeah. expect that from them. They've been a good team so far. I've had no beef yeah. with the team. Like, the team has been very good. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The team has been very, very good so far. All right, uh, this is going to be just like a conversation about the MetaZoo market. Um, we uh, joked about Rudy's video, MetaZoo pumping, because uh, that was that was a funny joke. Uh, Rudy did a video and talking about <laughs> seance earlier. I thought it was what? funny. It was a long time ago. I can't remember if it was funny or not. I can't remember if it was I don't even know what you're talking about if it helps any. When we said MetaZoo pumping, and then we talked about the Rudy video. Um, you guys are both... <laughs> We did it at before the beginning we, of the before episode. We hit record. Nope, it was the beginning of the episode when nope. I was going through all the things. Um, so, Seance, selling for one hundred and five dollars in TCG players. That a win or a loss for Metazoo? Uh That's a win considering the boxes had that uh, had the tracing issue. Yeah, I mean the the print run was scaled back, right? So we expected to see higher price boxes. Okay. It's still okay. fifty thousand. It's not like they did ten thousand boxes. No, but it was um, it was we yeah, we scaled back. It, we they, they cut it in half. Yeah, I like, agree. Now whether the initial number was was too big, we're cutting it in half. Still wasn't enough. That, that that's not the debate here. We figured these boxes would fare better than some of their predecessors, and then we got the news about the 
was it, was it mapping or track printing? Which one was it? Is tracing. Tracing. Right. Yeah, it's hard I, to identify. I, I whatever expected whatever boxes, it is, we okay. Sorry, I expect the boxes to go way lower with the tracing issue. So I think 105 is a big win actually for MetaZoo. Yeah, like I think it's a big, big win for MetaZoo to be honest. I, I tend to agree, and I, I wouldn't buy a single box. Yeah, I I don't know how much of that is the print run. Um, like I don't know how much of that is like the result of lowering the print run. Or I've heard a lot of seance talk about like that the those who are playing really yep, like the, the, the flavor and the, the changes in the game. I tend to think like if the singles market the way it is, that's probably not entirely what it is. Um, but I think what they have done is created a a market where the um, the volume of sellers on the marketplace, like the amount of people who are releasing boxes on places like tcg player is lower um because i think a lot of people who did end up taking boxes of this product had their own communities that were purchasing this and so less resulted in tcg player um but it was interesting i i kind of followed this for a couple of days in terms of the volume sold there's a decent volume sold on tcg yeah. player at that 105 dollar price point i thought yeah. that was that was the interesting thing to me not the necessarily like, the price but the volume i think that's doing fine um I think Sans is doing very good, actually, compared to what I expected with the uh, tracing. But I think it's doing very, very good. Uh, I think MetaZoo as a whole is doing well. Um, you know, um, MetaZoo is doing what MetaZoo does. Like, they they continue to release a lot of products, and, like, people still eat them up. Like, that's the trick. Like, I, I think people, we're st- people eat them up. Gobble, I think we're gobble. seeing a lot of what we talked about earlier is the, the kind of the scale back. We talked about this with LGSs earlier, and Louis, you alluded to this. Like, there's as far as single box sellers, there's one page of single box sellers and as single case sellers, there's one page, but I think there's only like seven or eight, right? So the, the community is consolidating into the game stores that are that are hardcore and very much, you know, in the MetaZoo community and ingratiated. And I think we're going to see this across a lot of games and MetaZoo might be the first game to do it. We're seeing a lot of those fringe stores that were popping up in the 2020s and 2021s that were picking up boxes of everything. And, you know, the, the MTG core store was selling every single product on TCG player. And I think this is helping the box, right? They're not spread out. So the race to the bottom isn't as extreme. Yeah. There's not as many competitors in the race, right? So I, I, I like this. I think this is a positive change. And it's arguably what Mike wanted. Yeah, it's like this, is, th- this, is, this is the result of removing stores who are selling at a price point. Um, is what is that, that price point though? I, I was t- I thought that price point was one forty. No, it's only for partners. Oh, and I think oh, it's only for partners. I think that okay. was like gotcha. two weeks after release. Yeah. Okay. I think that, the, okay. And so I think like the the result of lower store number of stores is a lower number of competition in the marketplace, which is a really interesting thing. Um, but it's and, also better because you're not you don't have those fake people in the marketplace right that are just driving that price down and really pushing things in that downward trajectory you have people that are willing they're buying the product and willing to sell it at that price and then saying hey if you're not willing to buy it at the price i'm willing to hold on to it because i like it i believe in the product yeah like the market tells you if a product is successful or not i agree with you yeah uh super interesting though uh, i thought that was a uh, and then they've got the christmas promos coming out the yeah the ornaments 
Christmas ornaments. I am wrapping all my stuff in last year's uh, Christmas paper this me year. Me too. Well, my wife made me buy more Christmas paper, and I said, well, your presents are still being wrapped in the medicine paper. So Everybody's I got so much wrapping paper last year. Everybody's <laughs> gift the next 20 years will be a Metazoo wrapping paper. You did. I remember you went ham on those. I went freaking banana pants <laughs> on those. I got, I think I got four cases of wrapping paper. This year you can do your whole tree in ornaments. I don't think we're doing a tree this year. No? I don't think so. Do you just not, do you hate Christmas too? I like Dude, Christmas. Did you guys see? I sent you guys a, te- a picture of my Christmas lights. Oh tonight. my God. No. No. no All right, you guys. Just, it's been a great episode. May this be with you. We've had a great time. I have no idea what we talked about. No clue. If you ask me, George, name five topics that were covered on this week's episode, I would say Charizard UPC. <laughs> Charizard UPC. Charizard. And that's it. <laughs> I want to leave you guys with something special. And I have no reason to do this, but I want to leave you with something special. I have to go upstairs. I got a text from my wife. My kitchen sink is leaking. So my oh, yay! kitchen is The curse! The curse! This is, my kitchen listen, got fixed. Like, yeah, literally fun. yesterday. Literally it's yesterday. It's been fun the on the podcast, guys. I can't afford to replace my kitchen every week. And if this is what it's going to take, I think I'm out. Oh, that's why you don't have a tree this year, George. Because you basically don't have a house. Yes. That I won't lie to you. That has factored into the decision. It's like I have no kitchen, no master bedroom, no master bathroom. I think a tree would feel out of place. Well, <laughs> like, I, I'd look at the tree and be like, "God, this is beautiful." I'd go into my bedroom and be a reminder of my real life. <laughs> well, Josh, you probably need to go uh, de flood <laughs> your kitchen. And uh, Louie, you need to go buy some cryptic boxes and cookie dough. <laughs> Yes. Just um, to myself, that's your guys' Christmas present. That's what you get this year. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for watching, listening. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make don't, sure you don't bother. You don't follow bother. along with us. Let us know in the comment section what your favorite topic was. Of- <laughs> put in your put the comments below. What topics do you think we covered? <laughs> Remember to be kind to the people around you, and may the zoo be with you. And also with you, and also with you, dude.